This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello and good evening and good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hypothetical Help, episode 12. My name is Scott. His name is Terpster. Hello. That's my name. Hello. Hello. Don't wear it out. Ooh, <laughs> you no. can't wear it out. You can't wear out the T or whatever. Over there, they call you Terps. I don't like that. Yeah. Oh. It's just literally because it's shorter. Is that so, why? Yeah. So like for URLs, I like it better than Terpster mm. because that's like more letters, <laughs> like almost <laughs> twice as many letters. It's just wow. so look at the terps, math. Just just shortens it, All abbreviates right. it. Uh-huh. I used to be in my early internet incarnations the Terpinator. Mm. So from that time it has shrunk considerably mm-hmm. and become less uh, an homage to Arnold Schwarzenegger. You've heard it here first, Terpster has shrunk considerably over the years. That's what, Come that's with what... me if you want to see my penis. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's okay, cool. Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, where Round are we headed? Where are we you headed? Close your boots. And those cute little sunglasses you have. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll do all that. I love your Arnold because there's this little bit of your accent that stays. <laughs> it's, it's really like weird. Arnold, if he was well-educated. Yeah. That's what I like to think. Yeah. It's like, oh, Arnold did well. Sure. Glasses down, far on his nose. He is the most successful immigrant in American history. That's true, isn't it? Well, I, I guess all Americans technically set Native Americans immigrants, but mm. I like to think of him as pretty successful. Well, okay. So if you take just the entertainment business, easily the most successful yeah. immigrant. If you take, yeah. uh, you know, and there's other guys not too far behind him, but he's way, way out there. Uh, if you take the whole country, there's probably somebody at some point who came over here and became some sort of billionaire businessman, rags to riches sort of story that I don't know about. Yeah. But my American history is a little rusty on that. But good job, Arnold, you know, enough to, you know, make it huge in Hollywood, get his maid pregnant and come back to movies after being governor. It's not bad. Yeah. No. And he's just he's, he's got it. Yeah. He's got it. He's like, I'm going to make some more. Did I'm going to do some more movies. Did you see that Genesis movie? No. No. OK. Is it good? No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see it either, but the reviews are pretty poor. Uh, what do you expect? It's a new Terminator movie. Hey, it's a new episode of Hypothetical Help, episode 12. We are at patreon.com slash hypohelp. Please head over there and support us if you haven't already. Be like the awesome people who already do. Contribute a little bit of change to us each month so that we can make... Your change s- makes a real change. It really does. Uh, we love doing the show. We love doing it for you, but we don't do it for free. So head over there and help us which out. Is, which we nearly we nearly didn't do it because a couple of weeks back, yeah. uh, Patreon messed up. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, a load of you un- unpatronized. I think they got nervous. Um, they were like, oh, no, my credit card info or something. And and the thing is, I'll be honest with you, they sent us those credit card numbers, and I haven't used any of them yet. <laughs> so don't worry. Um, I'm waiting really just to make a big purchase. I'll yeah. just do it at once. Yeah. But otherwise, thank you to everyone who supports us. It does make a difference. 130-inch uh, plasma television coming to Terp I thought, well, and... Dildo. Yeah, and a dildo. Um, and yep. yeah, exactly. A hundred and thirty inch dildo. Um, <laughs> just because I can. They're like, wow, how do you do that? And I'll go patreon.com slash hyperhelp. Make Ooh. sure you pledge your support so I can make this 131 inches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Living the dream. 
today's going to be a little different. We're starting with a, an email, then we'll do a call. Um, an email? I know, oh, right? Scott, why aren't we poor? Actually, why are we on email? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to switch it around. I'll do the call first, then the email. But we did, we get so many emails, I started to feel bad because it's like, oh, well, I guess we ought to pay attention to you guys sometimes. So okay. we'll get an email here in a second. But let's start with a call. This one's about okay. meeting people in the adult world. Hey, Scott Scripture. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, Moving to Orlando for a job. Um, I just graduated college, and uh, I was wondering if you guys could give me any advice on how to uh, meet, like, meet people. Um, like in college and in high school, it was easy to make friends and uh, everything because you saw everyone so often. I was wondering if you could help me uh, figure out some ways to uh, meet people in the adult world. So, uh, thanks. I'm sure. All right. First, first item of business: head to a phone store, buy a better phone. <laughs> it's terrible, dude. It That's was really bad, phone. wasn't it? Exactly. Oh, I mean, I, maybe and equally, I judge people on their phones. Right. As a grown-up, mm-hmm. as a member of the adult world, which right. firstly sounds like we're all important. Yeah. Which you know, one day we can dream. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, I judge people on their phones. Mm-hmm. I look at people and I'm look, uh, you know. Um, if firstly, if it's not a smartphone, that is like a big like, whoa, I don't think we're going to get on. I think if you have shunned technology to the point where your phone has buttons on it, mm-hmm. you have to physically press a button to dial a number. Um, I'm out because I can't get that. Either you're a super hipster or you're a Luddite or you're my arch nemesis. Mm. And any of those three, I'm out. Mm. But. Equally, if they have like the latest Apple device, sometimes I get a little bit jealous. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little bit like, I don't like you because I want to be you. At least the the you that has that device because uh-huh. I too am a brand whore. Um, <laughs> or if they have like a Windows phone, like a Lumio or something like that, I'm like, whoa, dude, what the hell happened to you? Yeah. I think you can tell a lot about someone from their phone. I and um, I would guess from yours... You've got the uh, Nokia Potato 2 um, from that, the sound of that call. It sounded, it might have been the Potato 1, mm-hmm. but it sounded like the Potato 2 to me because sure. I think that's the one that had, it came with the string mm-hmm. that you could then link to another potato yeah. to, you know, have long distance <laughs> communications. All I, could hear, all I can hear is his like sad phone call to another adult uh, person he wants to socialize with asking Do you want to be my friend? Yeah. Sorry, what? Do you want to be my man? I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I don't know what you said. So yeah, first things first. <laughs> yeah, new phone. New phone. Yeah. You're but an adult now. That, he's upward mobile. He's got an education. He can get a good job. Get exactly. a new phone. Yeah. If, and if he can't get a good job, just get a good phone. Just you know, rack up some debt. What's ever gone wrong with that? Live the American way. Yeah. Um, beyond your means. That's never been a problem. It's never been a problem. Right. But I would say you need to represent and you need to you need to decide who are you and who what kind of friends do you want to have? Do you want to have friends who are party animals? Do you want to have friends who are nerdy D&D players? Do you want to have friends who are global and you meet through computer games? Mm. Do you want to have friends that are um, all into working out? Because depending on the friends you want, will dictate where you need to go to find said friends. Mm. And I think, so some, So for example, say you're just new to an area yeah. and you just want to meet local people, right. local friends, yeah. then you have to go to local places. So you have to go to the local pub. Maybe there's a, a local club 
that you can go to and learn pottery or salsa <laughs> dancing. Um, <laughs> those sorts of things uh-huh. are, 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 you know, it depends what your goal is. Mm. So sadly, he may have told us his goal, yeah. but I couldn't distinguish it in that uh, amazing call. And obviously, I'm now realizing why people choose to email us is because I ridicule their audio quality. Um, and I would like to apologize to this caller because I've been very harsh to you. Yeah, give us a um, give us a dollar an episode and, and everything will be cleared up. It's all fine after that. He might already do. That's the that's the problem, oh, Scott. He may I see. already that might be why he can't afford a nice phone. Because mm. he's our top Patreon supporter. I had not considered that. So all is forgiven on his end now, I'm going to assume. Here, How here, do you meet people, Scott? Okay, so I think it's you kind of touched on something that made me think about this more than I had thought about it previously. To me, it just seemed like an easy transition. It wasn't a hard thing. And I and I had to for a second think about why that was. Because what he's talking about is hard. You're coming to a new place with new people. You don't know anyone. I was in a place where I did know a lot of people. A lot of my friends that I knew in high school and college, I still knew. And their friends that I would meet would then become friends. And then I'd meet people through their friends. And before you know it, there's like this network or this community of people that are all knowing where to go and what to do and how to hang out and what and whatever. Plus, there's family around uh, where I grew up. So I kind of had it easy. And I think that's why human human beings like the anchor that is your your community and thing is it's you're in salt lake as well which is like mormon central actually actually Mormons, it's the opposite the rest of utah oh, is, is but salt lake is only like uh 20 oh, okay well something. i'm gonna be ignorant and carry on but from <laughs> my right, everyone exposure does. to mormons yeah. they've always been very friendly mm-hmm. and it may be because secretly they're trying to indoctrinate ain't me into their religion or it may just be that they tend to be nice people or have been raised with particular values yeah. but i think from that that you actually have friendly people mm. now some of your some of your neighbors aren't friendly because sure. i've i've seen some of your neighbors and they're douches scott <laughs> but a lot of a lot of the people i've met from the mormon persuasion um have been very welcoming and open yeah um and I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering, again, if that has helped you in the circles you've traveled in through your life, maybe Possibly. encounter more nice people than the norm. Possibly. But but I think it's I think you could go to any city or town where. Well, OK, so if you grew up in, you know, L.A. somewhere, Detroit. OK, let's okay. say Detroit. Let's say Detroit. You grew up on eight mile in Detroit near Eminem. city. Yeah. Okay. Uh, rough, and yet, Scott, yeah. I'm not a criminal and I don't want to socialize with criminals. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what the community is. If you're if you're if your community I let's just go to the other extreme. If your community is a bunch of homeless drug dealers, well, yep. you know what happens in that environment? You find out the places to go. Where's the best place to sleep drugs. at night? Where's the place to go when the cops are after you? Where's the best place to get those drugs? How do I avoid getting robbed at night when I, uh, whatever, where's the best soup kitchens to go to? I know it's an extreme example, but it's the same thing. You, Mm. you, you are around those you're around, whatever class or type or whatever you're hanging out with. But equally, that is like a social gathering, Mm -hmm. albeit not like, you know, they're not, learning some new fitness craze right. um, involving dancing and DJing at the same time. Yeah. Dance Jay is coming Dance to a, a city near you. Oh man. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to teach it. Yeah. Um, and, um, but they are, you know, they're gathering in, in communities because we are communal people, aren't we humans? Yeah. We like our communities. Mm-hmm. So this guy needs to decide 
what kind of friend he wants or friends he wants. Yeah. You know, maybe you're like, to be honest with you, I just want to have hot women as friends. Yeah. Um, in which case, I don't know. I don't know where they exist. I don't know where they all hide. <laughs> I'm looking, but I cannot find a like a utopian village filled just with hot women. There's no such who thing. Are friendly. There's no such thing. I don't thing. think so. Who exactly. Are fr- who are friendly is an interesting who are qualifier. Friendly, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. often they're barbed. Right. They're quite. You don't want to get too close to them because you find out their beauty is only skin deep. Mm-hmm. I completely so, understand. Hey, but see, if, if the, the hard part is still, well, if he's not a part of any of these groups we've talked about, how does he insert them, himself into it? And I think you start with what you're interested in. And the internet's great for that. There are apps for this. There are things that are in place for you to say, yes, I am into Terpster's salsa dancing idea. I'm going to go to this community center where I know they're giving free classes this weekend, and I'm going to hang out there for a bit. And you may hit or miss. You may find out, oh, d- 10 people here are my best friends now. We're going to go drinking every Saturday night before dance class. Or you may find out, there's nothing for you there. Move on to the next one. There may be a transition period. So old people and a, a Mexican lady who thought it was about salsa. Right. You know, and I think that that <laughs> that could be a different scenario as well. But it's also eth- ethnically slightly of, it's slightly offensive that she's Mexican. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I just know because I'm just saying that maybe English isn't her first language. She recognizes one word, she's in a cookery, she's going along, <laughs> and then she makes the most of it. And then I would be like, I quite like you because you've been confronted with lemons mm-hmm. and you've been like lemonade. Mm-hmm. Or lemon, Pour me lime, a glass lemon, is what I would say. Lime salsa, lime. Oh, lime salsa dip. Mm. Mm, that sounds all right. That sounds all Nacho. right. Uh, let us know how you do. I hope everything goes okay uh, because, yeah, it's it's a big transition or, for you. Yeah. you could in next week in a bit. Go to Nertacular. Oh. There's no tickets left, nope. but you could go. Just yeah. turn up. Just pop some in. Snowbird in Salt Lake. Yep. And then you'd just be like, hey, guys, I was on a podcast. They'd be like, oh, wow, which one? Hi, Pedro. Oh, no way. Hey. And then everyone's going to want to be your friend. Yeah, and we're doing a panel that day, Friday, uh, with w- my sister Wendy, an actual therapist. We're combining Therapy Thursday and Hypothetical Help into one uh, Voltron-style... Uh, one yeah. very dangerous panel. Yeah, where it's going to be You're going to get bad. great advice. But not know which one it was. Yeah, it's which gonna, is the one I meant to do though. It's going to be it that one or that one. <laughs> you're you're you are roll meant, the dice. Yeah, roll the dice. It's going to be really interesting. You're going to give them a, an opportunity for people to ask questions and stuff. And uh, I'm actually kind of excited about it. It's like in nine days, so looking forward to that. All right, we got an email. This comes from a 30 year eight year a 38 year old woman. Okay. All right, just your type, dude. So you're gonna do are you gonna do the voice for this? No, one? hell no. I, I, no. Okay, I wouldn't do it justice. Do you want to do it? You can do it. Well, okay. Okay, go okay. for it. Read. it. Living in the Midwest. Okay, Midwest. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, hi, Scott and Terpster. I'm a 38-year-old woman living in the Midwest, U.S., <laughs> and I'm single for the first time since I was 19. I don't have friends or family near me and spend most of my life very isolated. I now realize that I probably shouldn't have read this so upbeat. Um, <laughs> that's not part of the email. Um I want to be social and I get really lonely sometimes, but I have a lot of anxiety with meeting new people. How do I get used to being alone? And what do you recommend for a woman my age to slowly get past this social anxiety holding me back from exposing myself? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Exposing myself to new people and places. I didn't see the second line there. Um, I was even too shy to call and leave a voicemail. (laughs) 
Thanks. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so, I'm sure she's happy you've given it this. Treatment. I would I would hope I've done her justice there. I don't know. I mean, Midwest U.S. Oh, is clearly. that is that kind of should I have been more yow? Yeah, no, it would should have been, been no, no, no. That would be more south. You should have been more like oh. So listen, I'm from Minnesota, and and down here, don't you know, we like to we like to make cookies in the afternoon. It's that kind of thing. Okay, sounds yeah. a bit Canadian. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Good. Well, you know, they're they're up there near that border. And... They're getting there. Anyway, so thirty eight year old woman, Midwest, yeah. single for the first time since she was nineteen. Yeah, married at 19, nineteen, single now. Uh now Scott, I'm yeah. not a math magician. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But nineteen plus nineteen yeah. is thirty eight, yeah? yeah? Yeah, correct. So she has been not single mm. for as long as she has been single. And most of that single life doesn't really count because she was a kid. Oh, so I get, wow. I get that that is like boom. That's like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Um, I mean, it's is. I think social anxiety is 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 horrible, and I don't know. I mean, Scott, have you ever have you ever suffered from it yourself? Oh, you totally, any- completely. In yeah. fact, yeah, I'll I, I I've admitted this on other podcasts, but I'll admit it here as well. I suffer from kind of a, a horrible kind of generalized anxiety, and one that sometimes manifests itself socially but most of the time uh you know like things like this event coming up i go through bouts of just absolute sort of panic stricken terror about it even though it's going to be great everyone's awesome everyone's wonderful and they think i'm mr confident on the mic but ever since i was a kid i've always kind of had the mic you read the mic right i've I've always had i've always had anxiety as part of my life um experienced things like panic attacks and we're talking clinical stuff Stuff that part of my brain watches and goes, what are you doing? And the other part's like, I don't know, but it feels crazy. So I have to be in, like, I totally get it. However, uh, I don't have a magic way that I deal with things except to Aww. say that I lean into them. And what I mean by that is, let's say she's now single and she's uh, there's an opportunity. Her friend says, we're going to this party. Uh, so-and-so is bringing her, her brother. He's awesome. He's single. He's a super cool guy. You should meet him. I think you'd really like him. And you're inside, you're going, oh, no, no, no. I don't know if I can do this. I'm 38. I'm, eh. And she's like, well, it's fine because he's 39 and he's not married. And, you know, it's per- you guys are perfect for each other. And you're still just thinking, oh, no, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Everything in you will tell you not to go and have an excuse not to go. And whenever your brain tells you that, my experience has been, uh, and I'm not always great at it, but my experience has been if I lean into it, and in your case, like at this party, go regardless of what the rest of your body is telling you. That it will that it will not only work out and everything will be fine, but that you'll walk away from it better and less less anxious than you were going in. So you saying fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, yeah, because you're not really faking it. You know you want to do it. That's the thing. She'll she'll want to go. Mm. She'll just. Well, she says she doesn't want to be. She doesn't want to be lonely. Right. So for that. She needs to meet new people, but is anxious about meeting new people. Sure. And it's and everybody feels this differently. Everybody, if you've got social anxiety or, or any kind of anxiety, like and I and I and I don't I just mean, oh, I'm a little nervous. I mean like real anxiety. Yeah, anybody, proper, yeah. anybody who's ever actually experienced that. And it's hard to describe if you haven't. So I totally understand people listening if they this all sounds like mumbo jumbo or, you know, a bunch of nervous Nellies. But if you've never experienced it for real, you really have no idea what it's like. And so Having experienced it, knowing what it's like, it's also very different from for everybody. And she may find, like some people find when they lean into it, it, it essentially cures them of it. Like they become unstoppable and it just becomes like a, an adrenaline thing mm. to, to face your, your anxiety head on without even thinking about it. 
Some people struggle much more than that. Some people take a lot longer to deal with it. And some people never quite get over it. But in her case, uh, these are baby steps. It's not really too big of a deal. You know, a movie one night with a friend and her brother or, you know, something small and sort of work your way up. I would say, firstly, you know, baby steps are all well and good. But ask yourself the old Dr. Pepper slogan. What's the worst that can happen? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. That's a Dr. Pepper slogan? That is over here, Dr. What? Pepper, what's the worst that can happen? Really? Um, yeah, because it's basically like, why not? Give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, my gosh, that's a thing. Were, yeah. Here, I'll play a commercial. A- here, the taste of it. Soda, 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 soda. This is an American kid. Hmm, Dr. Pepper. Here what's else? the worst that could happen? Oh, my gosh. Do you know who that is? Okay, uh, the kid in this commercial so, is the new Lex Luthor. What's his name? Um, oh, is it is it Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg. Weird. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I mean, in all fairness, in those commercials, something really bad did happen every time. It was like, well, what's the worst that can happen? And then something horrible happened. But they said, like, you know, give it a go anyway. Um, I would say, like, when you're meeting new people, yeah. the great thing is, is you don't know them. Yeah. And if it goes terrible, you don't have to know them. Because you're meeting new people. You haven't met them before. You're unlikely to meet them again unless things go well and you do want to meet them again and they want to meet you. So I would always approach it with, screw it, why not? Um, And that's how I approach a lot of scenarios (laughs) where I just think like, well, what's the worst that can happen? I'll give it a go. Mm -hmm. Now, the second part of this email, which you might not have paid attention to because I was reading it so amazingly, um, was how do I get used to being alone mm-hmm. like that is getting comfortable with yourself mm. is is a i mean again for for someone who's lived as long with someone as well actually well probably if she was 19 and then was in relationships and then single again now mm. she's probably spent her whole life with other people mm-hmm. and now to be alone i mean that's that's a that's a big transition but I would say embrace the freedom. There's so many cool things from being alone. If you focus on the positives in terms of, hey, what do you want to do? You can do anything you want. Mm. You want to be naked at 3 p.m. on a Thursday at home? Go for it. You want to do that in the workplace? That's Well, that depends on your workplace. <laughs> but I would say you can do whatever you want. You want to uh, watch something on TV that your other half might not have wanted to watch. Well, guess what? You can watch whatever you want. Mm. You want to go on holiday uh, with some friends? Uh, Yeah, you can do it. You can do it whenever you want. You can do whatever you want, however you want, within the means that you have at your accessibility. Yeah, and one one other trick to that is, and I like where you're headed with this whole thinking anyway, but one of the tricks for me is when I can let go of what I think everyone else's expectations are, and only focus on what mine are, even in regard to them, but not, you know, what I think they want from me, but what I want from the situation, whatever that situation may be, that's a huge part of the problem. And if you can do that, if you can look at it from the perspective that I want to do this, not I have to do this because my friend wants me to do it, which sounds easy to get over, but it really isn't. It's kind of hard. Other people's expectations really get in the way. That's a huge part of getting over this 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 uh not only fear of being out and being social but also getting over this idea that you need to somehow get comfortable with being lonely so there's that well, that's yeah deep, exactly i mean I, you know just just 
you know, get to know yourself again. Like you, to be honest with you, you're a 38 year old woman who's now single. Yeah. You don't know you. Get to know you because you today are very different you to you yesterday. Hopefully, if you're single now, it means that before wasn't going that great. So actually, it's a good thing. Uh, you know, you should hopefully be happier or at least have the potential to be happier in the future because you're no longer in a situation that wasn't making the two of you happy. Yeah. Um, so get to know yourself. Just, um, you know, buy yourself a bottle of wine, maybe light a few candles, pour yourself a bath. Yeah. Maybe listen to a sensual podcast like <laughs> Hypothetical Health <laughs> as we advise you on all the ways to get to know you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Uh, we... I do as well. I might have to take five minutes, Sky, actually, because that was good. Gross. Uh, K is her name. It's a, it's a single K. There's no name. Uh, not the Whoa! Actual K. Don't say single K, you insensitive man. Oh, look what I've done. I've done it again. Uh, K, <laughs> let us know how it goes. 19 years is a long time to be married and then have that change. So I, I feel for you, and I, and I can't imagine what this must feel like, but I think you've totally got this. So let us know how you do. Uh, Patreon. Don't rush into anything. No, no, no. Don't yeah. rush in. Fools rush in. Years. Just, just, just chill it. You just know that old. Fun. You know that old phrase, "Fools rush in." It was a song in the fifties. It's true. Don't rush in. Well, lean into it, but don't rush in. Lean into it. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Yeah. But don't don't abandon the possibilities of rediscovering yourself. There you go. Wow. No, Look it, at you, poetic make man. A beautiful future. Jeez, you're like a I'm Hallmark card. For next, I need to practice up against Wendy. She is going to bring her A game. Yeah. I know she's going to have all this training and empathy that she can lean on. I have to fake it till I make it, Scott. She only has it. She only has A game, too. She's, there's no B game or C game with her. She's, she comes with A game. That's all she knows. That's, that means she's only got one game to play, Scott. Yeah. I have a whole smorgasbord of game boards. Right. I can, I can crack some Monopoly out in the middle of that. If you, ask my, if you ask my parents, she had enough A game for me and my siblings. So Really? Yeah. Yeah, she took over. She was she was the she was the star kid in the house, you know. Got it's it. interesting you say that, Scott. Yeah. That sounds like you have some repressed uh, <laughs> envy. See, I'm already I'm already there. Yeah. I reckon I've got. See, this. you're already uh, ready. You're good. You got yeah, it. Patreon.com/slash/hypo help support us. Be there, please. We'd love it. Uh, go over there and check it out. Also, hypotheticalhelp.com will link you to everything we do. Uh, you can call us 801-471-0462. Leave us a message on your brand new nice phone with a good speaker on it. Uh, that's 801-471-0462. We're on Twitter uh, as well, at the underscore T and at Scott Johnson. That's going to do it for us, for me, and for Terpster, and for all you people out there who are lonely. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Whammo!